Welcome to the Your Harrogate podcast, sponsored by Hacks. It's episode two of Overheard in Harrogate. So it can't have been that controversial last week, Sharon, because we're doing a second one. Well, we didn't get any tabloids following us, so it's <laughs> disappointing on all fronts. But yeah, we're back and we've got more. And anything in the sauna you might have overheard after last week's revelations? I did. I did hear. I did hear one thing. This was Monday morning at Schofield Fitness, at fitness class on Monday morning. So talking about the weekend and um, heard a chap say that it had been a night, they had a night out on Saturday in Harrogate yeah. and said, um, oh, how was it? How did you feel the next day? Blah, blah, blah. I said, well, I said at the start of the night, I wasn't going to Monty's. I ended up in Monty's. I thought that's quite a good that's quite a good reference point, isn't it? For you know, you know, you probably stayed out a bit too long. If you end up in Monty's, well, not not that, that, anything, not, not that there's anything wrong with Monty's, but just you know, right? Where are we going to go if it gets past? If it get, I mean, I'm basically, I'm basically like. Um, Cinderella, you know, I don't want to be out past midnight. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I feel your pain. I had a tequila on Tuesday night because we did some entertainment for some festivals and I am still, I look like death because I had one tequila. <laughs> Obviously, a vat of wine, but it was the one tequila that tipped me over the edge. Well, I also, there's there's a bit of a, there's there's a connection to, to lockdowns and re-socialising in terms of, of, of I think, how how we're all actually socialising a bit differently now because I I seem to do all my socialising if I can on an afternoon, yeah. and actually I booked the uh, the the Christmas party. Yeah, and I thought oh, actually, do you know what? Let's let's do it at lunchtime. One one that'll lower the guest list by a couple. <laughs> <laughs> So but, tight. But, <laughs> you think that we're all coming? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but two, I, I just like start early, finish early. You do feel better the next day. But I, yeah. I was it um, talking to um, Marcus and Claire at Spirit of Harrogate, I love them. and they were saying to me, in term, habits have shifted. So there's a lot of a lot of um, shots are really popular. It's again bad. now. Shots are bad. Yeah. But that's better because just going. My only story from Monty's is. I know a man who still lives in Harrogate who, you know, I don't know if they still do it, the two-for-one cocktails in Monty's, and it's full of fruit juice. So he'd been out on the lash and then really caned all the two-for-one, and fruit juice doesn't really do some people with a certain constitution any favours. And he literally had to lower his kegs. He was on his way to Carrington. <laughs> this is how old the story is. Being in Monty's, caned it, had so many fruit cocktails, realised he wasn't going to make it to Carrington's and literally had to drop his kegs just on library gardens. And then I was well, Sorry, for a wee or for no, a number more? two, no, for more because it was a gush. There was, you know, that there was nowhere to in stop. Harrogate. I know, I was appalled, but then I was like, <laughs> "So what did you do then?" He said, oh, "Well, I just wiped up my peg, put my pants in the bin, and then and went on to Carrington's." I'm like, "Did you pull?" <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I pulled." I'm like, "Oh my goodness, this doesn't happen in Harrogate." What but a catch! Anyway, he was called Sean. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I'd like to do. I'd like to do a Carrington's. Like a Carrington's Couples Day or something, you know, Aww. where like we, you know, like where we had it. I'm thinking like, it'd be really nice on the radio one day to do like have a maybe it's be, I think it's a Good Friday thing, you know, have an hour of of tunes, maybe sort of '90s tunes, um, and there will be there will be there will be Carrington's well, couples, won't there? People who who are still divorced now. It's so long ago. Yeah, well, but we did... shout out to your ex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did a Jimmy's throwback though at the Spiegel tent. Um, probably two years, three years what ago. What is Jimmy's then? Ah, oh, do you know? I was trying to work this out because it had lots of different iterations that particular nightclub, but I reckon. Early 90s was kind of the big... And where, where was Jimmy's? It's 
oh, it's called Harrogate Lifestyle Apartments now. Oh, right. So it's, you know, where if you come along the bottom of, the bottom of King's Road, where Moco used to be. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and where that kind of uh, pancake waffle place is now. So above there, so you go up the steps and people used to queue all the way up Cheltenham Parade to get in. But it was, and it was a great, it was one of those kind of really sticky floored nightclubs, but it was those clubs that had kind of different um, floors. So different things happened on different floors. And, but you could kind of go for a walk and see everyone you knew in Harrogate. And it was, you know, it was a good night. But we, that Spiegel tent that we did for the Jimmy's 25, it must have been. It was carnage. There is no other way to describe quite how... There was people I hadn't seen for 20 years, but all behaving as we were all 18 still. Nobody ended up well. I love well. that. If you, there's all these... It's interesting, isn't it? Because everything goes through sort of trends and, and, and fads, don't they? Because there was a big... Like, school discos were really popular for a while, and I think a lot of people who were, like, at school in the 80s really liked yeah, yeah, the school. Sure. You know, that was a big thing, wasn't it? But that I, I quite like the idea of, of, of bringing back... The it's nightclubs. Back I though, but 90s fashion is back. That's the most distressing thing that I got rid of all like, my really dodgy... I worked at Principles in the 90s when I was at uni. So I had some really, you know, old school stuff that you think this will never come back. Didn't even put it away, you know, because you're moving around when you're young. And literally, Primark is full of it right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> You've come back in fashion. I know, I am that cool. The, the 90s is quite a long time ago. I was at, I was at Stockhill Park on Wednesday this week. They're doing um, some concerts next summer. Right. And they had a really good Take That tribute act in August. And a woman who works there who's young said, oh... Gosh, yeah, I'm a bit young for Take That. I didn't Shut know up. any of the songs. Shut I'm up. like, that, that, that's a young act to me. No, God. <laughs> I went to see Gary Barlow when he was on his own solo at the Royal Albert Hall. And sorry that all my stories about people in pants, but it, <laughs> people were just throwing pants really? here. Well, that mm. and Family Size Dairy Milk, which I think was quite sweet. <laughs> yeah. I love Gary Barlow. I do. Gary Barlow, as we call him in our house. Gary Barlow, yeah, I, yeah, I do like, I do. Do I, you think I, he's had a weave, though? It's hard to tell, isn't it? I must admit, I was. Do you know? I I do I do think about it. I do think about that a lot because because um, my my hair is all going, and I keep thinking it's it's common. It's really common, isn't it? Once you get to like your forties, that your hair starts dropping out. So I keep thinking. I wonder if Anton Deck must have because they look quite young, and they're about forty six. I guess How old's Gary Barlow? You reckon about forty five, forty six, yeah, something like that as well. Forty eight, I reckon. Just because it's. It, Weaves, because it's a bit, yeah, I don't know whether you'd have a weave or whether it's now you could have, because if, if it's, I remember Wayne Rooney spent 30 grand, I have done a lot of research into this, on a, on a, you know, a hair transplant. You can have the transplant, and obviously. A lot we, of people go to Turkey, don't they, to have it done? Istanbul, honestly, on my flight back from Istanbul, there was loads of women stood up because they couldn't sit down, and they'd all had one of those Brazilian butt lifts BBLs, or they'd had the boobs done, or and then people were, you know, when you think about Dallas and, and Michelle Maij now, that people would always have nose job. There was loads of people with nose, job, and then every bloke in there had one of those really dodgy kind of um, uh, tennis headbands from the eighties, and kind of a really so scabby scalp head on. I, that, you didn't yeah, worry. I know it doesn't look good for for a while, does oh, it? But there's a hair. There's something called a hair transplant, a hair system, basically. And I guess it's a wig, but they shave you so you look a bit like a monk, and they stick it on, and you got this superb floppy hair, and it lasts about six weeks. And some of these guys have a massive transformation. But anyway, do you remember when Prince William? Do you remember when Prince William? Because obviously he's follically challenged. At, uh, do you remember when he 
had his hair cut a bit too short and it was just a bit too like shaved oh, and it? and it was a, it was a bit of a, a bit of a thing so so his I, i'm now as long as he's sort of pretending it's not happening so i'm thinking well he's going to be he's about the same age as me i'm thinking well, he's going to be around you know quite a key figure for the rest of my life i'm just going to do whatever he does <laughs> you're going to channel prince my William. wife cuts my hair sarah cuts my hair she did it last night sarah sarah took over in lockdown and i've never i've never been never been back I love it does she do all the hot towel stuff for you a little massage or is it just with the cutting shears that you use on the dog she's got a bit of a she's got a bit of a different technique to a professional uh <laughs> like she and and um like to avoid cutting me she'll actually hold my ear out Aww. while she's while she's shaving and then and then there's a lot of um blowing the hair away and she keeps saying i don't understand how hairdressers don't have to do this to get the they have the those funny brush things don't maybe they that's don't, it, maybe that's it. no she's very good she's very good oh you've got a very that, good that wife, was so. uh, that well well to be honest she just thinks it's a waste of money me spending money for this uh how much her highlights go <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually don't don't cause she'll lie anyway which is what i do do, do you know just on that on. plastic surgery and people on the flight back, you yes. know, everybody's been to have some work done in Turkey and yeah. you've just been to Turkey. It's really cheap. Botox is, is really popular, isn't it now? And, and it's all of a sudden, it's very accessible, isn't it? So I've got a WhatsApp group with all my mates from Colchester. I went to university and 75% of yeah, of the girls it's tried. quite a thing as in, oh, they've had it. Oh, you know. Like, well, I, yeah, so I've before that. lockdown, about four years ago, I had it done a couple of times. And it does put, it doesn't pick you up. It does make you feel better when you look in pictures and stuff. But it's, it is what really. Was the, what was the reason to do that then? What was the bit that. I think because at the time I'd lost quite a lot of fight and then my face just looked like it had just dropped off a cliff, like a soggy egg or something. So um, I had my frown lines done and, you know, like the squinty bit because I've got quite an expressive face. And did everybody say, no one oh, noticed. no, you don't need to do that? No one, no one, no one, yes, yeah, so I spent they? all this money and no one noticed. And I keep, <laughs> and I think having spent quite a long time on uh, Zoom over lockdown and stuff, and you think, oh, flip. It's like really what I look like. So I have to say, I have been looking at price lists again to see. But in Harrogate, there's a there's a fine line between looking refreshed and looking like you're in a wind tunnel. So <laughs> shocked, <laughs> yeah, shocked, yeah, or not shocked because you can't tell. Um, so that's the difficult. But it's really exciting. I think there's loads of people who have it and don't tell anybody. There, and, yeah, definitely. Know. It's it's a re- and it, yeah. I mean. Um, Somebody uh, who I work with had said, "Oh, I'm going to get you some." Uh, Joe, who I work with, after we'd had a few drinks, was like, "Oh, I'm going to for Christmas. I'm going to get you some Botox." And, and <laughs> she meant gift. she meant it in a nice way, but it came out wrong. <laughs> to stop your sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. We'll get you another wine. Uh, so yes, uh, right. So good. Um, so that was that was Monty's really first off. So it's been there's just so much going on. We've hit a proper time where everything, everywhere from this weekend on. Onwards. I was at a school this morning at um, Killinghall and I said, oh, who's doing anything? It was about 15 kids and I said, oh, who's doing anything Christmassy this mm. weekend? And at least five were putting up decorations I think people are weekend. really going for yeah, it's it. it's great. I, I think it's a great thing. But again, as in all towns and probably Harrogate more than most, everyone's got an opinion about it. Although I yeah. should say, I have seen your Christmas list. Yeah. You've got a very special request from yes. Santa, haven't yes. you? Yes, yes, I have. I yes. know. Are you going to tell yeah. people what it is or will it not come through if you tell people? 
Oh, no, I'll tell you. I, I mean, I, it, I'm, I'm glad you've seen it. Do you know what? I thought when I said that, I thought, oh, I've just made myself laugh here. You know, the, it did. Yeah, well, that's why I saw it, because I was like, you'll never guess what Nick's has Unfortunately, for. Unfortunately, simple things. Uh, my my children are going to see Santa at the Crown House. Father Christmas, actually. It's not Santa. It's Father Christmas. And they're both very excited about this on Sunday afternoon. But my kids actually aren't feeling Christmassy yet. So this is going to be, I think this is going to be a bit of a, I think their expectations are low. So I think they're going to be really wowed by this. But I had to fill in a bit of, um, a bit of intel. So I did put, I did put for myself that I wanted a, uh, a DAB radio station for Christmas. I think Santa might make that come true. Yes, I and, I, so. and I just, and I just, it just made me laugh. I'm glad you see that because it, yeah, it, it made me, me just, laugh. It just made me laugh. So, so, um, so that is really good at the Crown Hotel and there's a really, a really nice, a really nice job and yeah so i'm at that on on sunday so i think i might what i might do i think i might then record the kids talking about it afterwards for the radio because that Aww. might be and I, tabitha's quite good on the radio because she's got a really bad lisp which oh, is quite super cute. cute voice we love it no i'm Very excited good. about that do you know the, what the thing in harrogate it's with all the things going on yeah. this year and obviously spoiled. Uh, yeah, but it's very different. And actually, embracing the new—that is—that yeah. is a good thing. I haven't. Have you heard much of people saying, "Oh, why isn't this? Or why isn't? Has there been a bit of that?" No, because some people don't like change. Oh, obviously, yeah, I think it's one of those things. There's lots happening at the moment, and Harrogate Borough Council is working in partnership with Bid and loads of other people to really celebrate and help reopen Harrogate. Because you know, this is, we didn't have a Christmas for the last couple of years, so this is going big for the longest possible time, and that includes you know lots of different Christmas markets. Ones that's in one that's in town for I think twelve days, and one that's in the Valley Garden for a weekend, and animating the town as well and bringing it to life. So the Bid of you know, made big investment in the Christmas lights. And whilst it was a soft switch on, um, I think if you came and walked around Harrogate now, you'd think, actually, this looks really special, you know, significant investment. Um, but also, there's lots going in. There's um, a Helter Skelter that's arrived. Yeah. There's a Ferris wheel coming. And there's a carousel, which I think is very nearly being built. But the Helter Skelter's caused, I've heard people having a right moan around the cenotaph about the Helter Skelter coming in. What do you think? I am, well, I mean, I am, I am, um, a massive fan. It it looks it looks great. It's been. I think I'm a big fan because it's given me a load of material all this week. <laughs> but but I love it. I love the fact that I love the fact that there's this stuff stuff going on. Stuff get, gets people to like. Everybody's been talking about it this week. Can't which is, say you don't know about it. I mean, in but, terms of but the the row then the row then what is because it's primarily because it's next to the cenotaph. I think there's two things. One, that we've just had Remembrance Sunday and that it's right next to the cenotaph where obviously everyone goes to to uh, commemorate that particular day. Um, I think it's a really... It's one of those things that it just popped up and no one knew it was coming. And I knew there was a Helter Skelter coming. And they looked... I do know they looked at lots of different places. So could it go by the Yorkshire? Could it go um, by St Peter's Church? All of those things. But actually, what you forget about Helter Skelter, it's an absolute beast at the mm. bottom. Mm. So whilst it looks quite dinky when you look up, which is what everybody does, you need a massive wide space. The is never going to work because if you put anything in that particular area, people go nuts. Obviously, the weather's not great. Grass gets destroyed. More pages of rowing there. about grass so putting it somewhere where there is quite a lot of hard standing and trying to find somewhere that's in the town center is really difficult for them to be able to get a fire truck past and things like that so that's a nice natural bit of grass 
Um, it's not sacred ground, I wouldn't have said, in my opinion. I think, I think there's lots of war memorials, including in London, where there's two lanes of traffic either side going past it, you know, most of the year. But it's not disrespectful either. It, it's I don't believe so. No, it, uh, what has really made me laugh this week, and this is a great overheard, is Go people on. saying, well, my, my granddad fought in the war and he loved Helter Skelters. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was at the Somme. <laughs> they had one there. Um, I know, but everyone's, it's really interesting. All the rows on social media about it are all justifying which relatives fought where and where they died, which is obviously horrific, but then using it to justify whether they think on this particular bit of grass the Helter Skelter should be there. And I think there's an element of, yes, there is a time to commemorate, but actually I'm quite excited about seeing there'll be lots more people who'll be drawn to the cenotaph that would, wouldn't have even thought to look twice at it. I think it. that's a very good no point. No one cares when there's people playing football by it, that there's, you know, people eat all the knacky D's and whatever else, and then they leave all the rubbish strewn there. No one's getting on the high horse about that. I so think as well, I mean, the other thing for, for sort of the balance of the last seven days is the the turnout on Remembrance Sunday Special. at the Cenotaph. I th it was huge. And, and uh, there's people never, ever been that many people, everybody going out. Yeah. So, so we've just had this brilliant remembrance and, and the same on the Thursday before on, yeah. on the actual Remembrance Day. That was that was busy and very special and, and very, very well handled. And I know, you know, there are loads of people at um, Ripon Spa. They had like hundreds at Ripon Spa Gardens as well. But yeah, it's uh, it's almost I don't know. I, I think you've you do have um, there's a there's a special there's a special um, section of people who don't want anything in Harrogate, and you you must have this a lot with events and things because 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 ultimately <laughs> ultimately like taking it a step back, the reason for having fairground rides and and the reason for for having christmas fairs it's to drive Football. retail yeah, isn't it exactly. it's footfall for retail us, and this to, yeah. this probably what now more than ever really thinking that thinking that a lot of town center businesses have a have a real quiet time naturally, whether lockdown or not, January, February. Yeah. And bear in mind, no support for them yeah. this coming January, February. So you've got to make hay, haven't you? I think that's the thing, is to get the longest possible time in to create new things that aren't, you know, that make people choose Harrogate rather than, oh, I'll nip into Leeds. Or if you're just going out with the kids and you think, oh, blimey, it's a bit of a wet Saturday afternoon, we've not really been out yet. We'll just go for, we do it all the time, that you walk into town and you have a look at the lights and actually now they can have a go on the Helter Skelter. And actually, if you look at the old Christmas market that used to be on Montpellier, you know, once you've been around the market, once it was the kids wanting to go on the rides that made us go back yeah. time after time. So if you're doing that and then you only, you know, you only need to buy a coffee or think, oh, I'll pick the paper up from there or get something for tea from wherever... All of those things add to, you know, you might not be spending a fortune, but you've gone into town and you've spent, you know, even if it's 50p more than you normally would, you're driving that revenue for people. I think the other bit, and this has been the challenge for Harrogate Bid, is, is there's a lot of people who who live um, Nairsborough or Starbeck or Bilton where they've actually, there's a, there are a lot of people who are out of the habit of coming into yeah. town. So, so the fact that, and a Christmas light switch on, is half an hour one day if yeah. you can have you know six weeks or five weeks of things to drive people i think that's exactly got to be yeah. better for and the, the shops the other thing i would also say is that when you do a christmas light switch and if you're going to do it decently one of the issues that it pretty you know, beyond covid was there's no safe place to put it without putting a load of anti-terrorism things in place which costs a fortune for a half an hour event 
So in terms of best spend for your money, this is way better. And, and I, I think people forget sometimes that you can't just, you know, rock up a stage and do the show right here these days. There's all of the safety infrastructure and permissions and licences you need to get in place. And that ain't easy. And it costs money. It's a bit like the England football team, isn't it? We got to, you know, the most success we'd ever had, um, you know, in 50 years or whatever in, in July. Yet people still say, oh, I can't believe Gareth Southgate didn't bring I Jack know, Grealish on. And everybody's, everybody's got, an got but it is, yeah. I, I, you know, the, the, and and isn't it the Christmas lights is a it's a funny one, isn't it? Because because the amount the amount that's gone towards it and everything is is exceedingly good, yeah. but the but the um, somebody's perception or somebody's but then it's comment to, on it. It's really interesting, isn't it? And I can't remember if this used to if people were so open and like, well, well, that's rubbish, you know. <laughs> No. Or, but you know, pre, but it's that whole thing that no one listens to experts anymore, but they're not valued. So everyone's opinion is all equal. So they just put it out there. But I have loads of people going, oh, I wouldn't have done it like that, showing if I was really So I'm sorry. So I'm going to come along and tell you how to be a funeral director, for example. Um, and you run your thing, but you're, I would never do that. It's totally inappropriate. I'm inexperienced as a reason why you do things in a particular way. Versus, so you're going to tell me. You know, and it's fine to have constructive feedback. Everybody's, you know, valued the other, that. The other thing I really like about the, the Helter Skelter is the fact oh. that, well, for all the photographs, you've got Betty's in the background, and that's Harrogate, isn't it? Do you know Betty's, what I mean? What I love is that you can either do the, you know, you can, there's all these pictures of when the Cenotaph were first built and the, the land was dedicated and how it was all, and all the shops still look the same and the architecture's the same. You can spin exactly round now. And the Helter Skelter's temporary. If you like it, that's fantastic. If you don't like it, it's going in six weeks. So, mm. you know, try not to get your knickers in a twist about it. Yeah, no, I think it's great. That, yeah, it's really, sp- and also, I want to see the Cenotaph from a new view. That's what I'm really excited mm. about. I'm going to get to the top and think, a total different perspective on the town and right there. So that's one of the big things for me. Anyway, that's my overheard and I feel like I've got a bit pointy on that one. So I'm going to no, relax. No, it's, no, it's, it's, it's really, it is a really, really interesting one. But I think, I, I think um, for when you're looking at the work that's going on, Harrogate bid and, and in fairness, the council. The council have spent, you know, have invested people to make all this happen. Yeah, and, and it's stuff that we never had before. I think, no, it's uh, I, I, it's it's all it's all good. And the yeah. last, the, if you think of even um, the, the Christmas 2019 before the pandemic and lockdown and everything, yeah. the whole... You know, the high street needs saving. I mean, that was going on for years before sure, COVID, wasn't it? Sure. So you need you need this reasons to get people it. to go into town and thinking about what's going to get somebody off their arse to not, not do it all via Amazon or whatever, to go into town, you know, to get yeah. parked up and, and to go in. And this is a one-hit wonder either, is that because there's so much going on with the carousel and we've got Northwell post office and you can look at the lights all of those things means that it's lots of trips so we'll do that today and then we'll do this for next week and you can build up to advent quite happily all the way to christmas with activities that are nice and you know should be pretty affordable nice things about harrogate so so this week then um you've had um some quite special visitors who've who not been to Harrogate oh, before. Yeah, so we've had, there's something called BAFA, which is the British Arts Festival Association. So it's festivals like ours in Harrogate from right across the UK um, and national conference. And I dragged them all to Harrogate and did loads of hospitality and they had the best time. And festivals are usually in, you know, pretty nice places generally. But every single person, there was maybe 90% of the people who had never been to Harrogate before, the other 10% hadn't been for years, all came and said, 
Bye, you live in an amazing, what a place to put things on. And I think sometimes when you get go down this hole of people going, this is terrible and potholes and shops closing and all of those kind of things. Yeah, it's fine to comment on it, but actually we should really remember how special yeah. what we have here is. And it was amazing to hear people who are, you know, people who I massively admire and wish we could have that any kind of that you know, even a, a tenth of their knowledge and experience in terms of the festivals market coming to Harrogate and going, flipping out, you've got a good gig here. This is an amazing town. And the hospitality, everyone stayed at the Crown, which was amazing, great welcome. Did a reception at Duvan, again, really special. And then we took them out, on the, oh, went to Brio for tea and then took them out on the lash afterwards. Um, you know, and Monty's? Tequi- no, tequila's a um, Riff Tequila, which is where it all went wrong for me. Really? But anyway, oh, yeah. yeah. That's another place, a late night place, <laughs> isn't it? It was the only place open on a Tuesday night. But what was really nice is, as I say, to a tea, everybody was it was just amazed. Your shops are amazing. This is fantastic. Look how pretty the stray is and your gardens. That's, you know, your flowers are up now. And, oh, and you've got a helter skelter. Blimey, some real mm. investment coming in. So they were looking at it from a kind of festivals experience place um, side of things and just recognising stuff that I think sometimes we might not appreciate or forget. It's such a nice time of the day, like this time of year, like say about five or six o'clock to be around the town centre. It's such a safe town centre as well, isn't it? Like Harrogate Town Centre, like it's not like that if you walk around Huddersfield at five o'clock. If you walk no. around Huddersfield at ten o'clock in the morning, it's not like that. Exactly. But it's exactly. yeah, it's and a I really. Know we've got challenges. You no, can't, it's a great. You know. it's, yeah, it's a great. It's a great thing where you're like that's. It, it's like if you have family to stay, isn't it? And you yeah. take them to Harewood House or whatever, and you do a bit of the tourist thing. For sure. Well, Brimham Rocks. Everyone I take to Brimham Rocks is nuts. Or Nairsborough. That's my favourite yeah. one. And they all go. I feel like we're on holiday. I'm like, this is four miles from Harrogate. Yeah. You know. So in fact, they, we should talk very quickly. They've got a Christmas market. Is it third, fourth, fourth? Yeah. Fifth? So not next weekend. So. Um, um, yeah, it's the yeah that I think. Let me think. Yeah, second, third. It's Friday the third of December. Yeah, because their switch on is really lovely yeah. and um, very quaint and really well done. And then their market's fab. And then they have I don't know if they're having it this year. They're having fireworks at the end. That's don't all. Know. I don't know if they're having that. But to go to Nursborough and do that, it's a, you know you have a little walk along the waterside and have a nice brew, and then go up into town in the madness of all the markets, and it's really fab. God, I've got me to about Nairs for bed race next week. <gasps> is it back, baby? Remember that? Oh, no one's going to be able to get so. in because they've had to bounce people two or three times, haven't they? So love I love that day love out. Nairs have you ever done race. it? Uh, no. No, always been too busy, stood uh, with a, you know, holding a microphone. Looks horrendous, that river crossing. It's amazing, honestly. Is I would it? totally do it again if I could. After you've done the bedroom, you go and get drunk. Yes. Yeah, that is good, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good day, that. There's yeah. some people who are really competitive at it, though. I was really shocked. Because, yeah. you know, everyone goes round and practices and stuff. Because, actually, the river crossing is fine. It's that hill that you have to come up on. Is it? Oh, it's horrendous. Mm. It's just horrendous. Um, but people take it properly seriously like we are athletes and I'm going to bin you off because you're a bit slow and you know whereas we're like can we just not die on the hill everybody that would be great it's funny that people take it so <laughs> it's funny that people take it so seriously and they've got all their training times yeah and then and then the timing there's always a bit of a uh, there's always a bit of a sort of question mark about how the time I've got to be careful I would say this you can tell I'm trying to think of my know, words no, no, just say it it was always a bit interesting how they seem to work out the timings on the day because you had to queue to get over the river, you. which you never had Thank to in you. training. Yes. So then they kind of accounted for that. 
but they had to go and have a meeting in a caravan for some time about that. Now, this is interesting because <laughs> the people... Oh, I'm going to write a letter. The people who were ahead of... The woman basically had a panic attack or, or you know, she was just got too about frightened crossing. in the crossing. Yeah. So we got held up behind her. So there was people behind... So we were just having, you know, thinking... You know, hope she's all right and we'll get across. But the people behind us who take it very seriously were like, this is outrageous, I want a minute, I've been here for two minutes, and, you know, looking at the kind of we, Garmin. Really we were always it. doing coverage. I was always stood on the riverbank watching it all happen. Yeah. And, I mean, the other thing is, in, in the heat of the competitiveness, a lot of people, you've got to have a person on your bed. A lot of people go for very young children, don't they? they not do. not really young, but, like, yeah. sort of what you say, like, They're maybe like eight, nine eight, eight, nine, yeah. yeah. And they're absolutely terrifying. They're terrifying. <laughs> people are screaming at each other. And, and they've got deep sea divers in the River Nid, which looks ridiculous as well. Because they look like astronauts as well. Yeah. So they're so, all like, what's, I, oh, what's I know, going I know. On? Just, but the thing about you were choosing the child is, there's, everyone's going, oh, I need to find the lightest child. So they're literally weighing every mm. eight year old that you know. Yeah, to don't make have any sure. sweets for yeah. six weeks, you're in. <laughs> exactly. or, or then, then you know, or I remember when Stray FM entered a team that the, the young girl who was going to be on the, on the bed, somebody's um, niece. She decided then she didn't want to do it at about half past eleven that oh. morning. So that caused a bit of a, a bit of an issue. It's really scary though because people are nuts and you have to wait like eight years while they judge everything as well at yeah. the top end. So, but what a the other great, great other great them. moment! I'm surprised this hasn't been picked up by somebody. Oh. Andrew Jones stood with a pistol on the starting line. I think this is. You know, this is one of those pictures that, you know, you probably, it's probably not ideal you holding a pistol. You know, it's not the shot that you want oh, in my, more ways than one. Yeah, my mm. favourite one, though, is um, I've got a picture. They obviously have loads of volunteers and the Masons go and help out. And I always thought the Masons were like really secretive and all the rest of it. I've got a picture of a, a guy who was clearly volunteering and he had a high vis on it and it said Masonic volunteer on the back. And I was like, I thought you guys were meant to be like secret. It's a special handshake, isn't it? That's how you know somebody's in so the I, Masons. Did I tell you this? This is a brilliant overheard. That I went to a do um, about three weeks ago and I was privy to a call. I was with a, a chap who happens to be a Mason and he was chatting to another guy that we got introduced to. And, you know, yada, yada, this is nice. How do you know so-and-so? And he said, to, the guy was there, said, are you on the square? And the other guy looked so totally confused, like, Oh, what? is that there? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, did I just witness like, how you spot each other? I thought it was, no, are you on the square is what they say, apparently. My, my dad was a mason. Was um, he? he? was, but, my, but I don't, my dad, my dad died when he was 20. So, so, I mean, we used to take the mickey out of him a lot for it, but I, I don't really, he, he used to say, oh, it's, it's just the same as a golf club, as in it's networking yeah, yeah. and people know people. Well, that's just like, are you on the square? You might not be able to tell. But me. he, uh, you know, it was like, you know, this was back in the days of, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. landline and, you know, the provincial grandmaster might phone up the landline. But I don't, I don't know what the handshake, it, what, there is a handshake. Is there, there a handshake? I th well, I think so. I don't know, because there's a conference, they come to Harrogate, don't they? But they all look like a bunch of coach drivers when they rock up. But the but the Masons do do a lot for charity, because I remember, yeah, I remember yeah. uh, the, um, they, they, there's a lot of, that they probably don't get enough, enough credit for and stuff. Well, I think the yeah. stuff about sacrificing lambs and everything isn't true. <laughs> Remember that? I that thought was it was a, getting that a was speed from, ticket. No, do you know what that's from? That Where's was from, that from? Um, there was a cook report. In my childhood, there was a cook report, Stay expert, hidden cameras. Like yeah. yeah. No, there's no sacrificing, uh, as no, far as we know. Well, that's the thing, because then obviously I ribbed this guy mercilessly. He said, we do loads of And actually, they did say this filled with loads of Harrogate, local Harrogate charities and stuff. But I did think it was interesting. That was a brilliant overheard, so I'd totally forgotten that. Yeah, the Masonic... the Mas And you can... 
I think like the Masonic Lodge, you can hire that. You know, if you it's wanted to, space, you wanted to yeah. have, you know, a. You um, we use it for salons sometimes. You, you might yeah. want to have a do there. Might want to have a party there. We could have the. Like um, band now. I've we, given no, all the secrets. Could, away. Yeah, we could have the the uh, the Carrington's revival night. What a shell suit. <laughs> Come to the Masonic Lodge. People would think we were just taking the mickey, wouldn't they? Uh, uh, well, I think we've probably covered enough there, haven't we, to be honest? Well, we've got, yeah, obviously, the stuff that we can't talk about on air, we talk about off air before we come on and then yeah. cross it off the list because Nick says I can't talk about it. So we've covered I, the safe stuff. And Yeah, and I could do I could do a whole... I think I could probably do a whole half an hour on funny things that have happened on bed race days. <laughs> so then we'll have to save that one for next June. Uh, and I think I could probably do... I'm sure stuff will come back to me. We'll, we'll come back to the topic of being... In the Masons, because uh, stuff from my childhood will come back to Flashbacks me. Flashbacks now. Yeah. Oh, we definitely need to. Be, and I think because we've both got Christmas stuff going on this weekend, there'll be loads of fabulous overheads. But my dad, my dad sold cars. You see, so so he That's was a good network to have. Then, well, isn't this it? is this is the thing. You see, my, yeah. yeah, my dad sold cars, so it was all about it was all about networking yeah, with yeah, people. Yeah, very sensible. Look at that. It well, was the, he was the only. His catchphrase was he was the only honest car salesman. <gasps> I can see where you get your chat from. Right, on that note, my love. Thank you, Sharon. Have a great weekend.